Hey there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, where our goal is to offer an insightful, informative, and sometimes humorous look into the world of the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP. So please pull up a chair, put on your headphones, and enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to one little uh, movie, movie, little small thing. Yeah, we'll talk about that at some yeah, point. A small thing coming up. That's all. That's my world's been focusing on a little bit, along with the other other podcasts I do. But yeah, those are the two things we kind of like focused in on. Okay. What about you? Excellent. Well, first off, again, my name is Mark, and co-hosting here is Udi. Yep. He's hanging out on a nice Friday night. Yep. Actually, Saturday morning, am I, Dad? Is it? It is. Wow. <laughs> We got a lot of energy. We do have a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> After working full days, especially you, yeah, we keep on going. We do keep on going. That's but, good. But things need to be talked about. That's right. Okay, so we have a few topics. Actually, the main topic tonight is going to be um, the state of Disneyland's crowd uh-huh. issue. Uh-huh. Um, but we have a few news items first we want to get through and just maybe uh, dissect those for a second. Yeah. And then we get into that. Okay. By the way. Okay, so, and these actually all come full circle because we talk about crowd issues. A lot of people have issues about, or, you know, issues about the crowds. Yep. And they try to offer some sort of solutions, but I don't really see any viable solution right now. Um, but one of the news items that actually kind of spearheads the crowd um, are these annual passports. Yep. Um, I actually do have an annual passport. Um and, <laughs> and and you know what? And the funny part is, is like I've been toying with the idea of getting one too because I haven't gotten. But I'm like trying to. I started doing the math, and in my head, it's like, okay, which one do I get? And then, you know, because there's how many of them? Is it three, four, four there different are, ones? There are three now. Yeah. Um, but there's also a, a Southern California pass. That's right. Which that's is a right. Bit different. Which actually, I remember growing up, I did get the Southern California discount because I lived down there, but no longer. So. Right. And there is, you know, actually, there that is some debate about that. There is some people that who do not live in California are saying, uh, why do people in California? have this advantage why are they feel entitled to have a, a discount because there's uh, they because i now will tell you from experience since you didn't grow up in southern california right no yeah i'm northern california you're northern california i remember that um because literally growing up we made the trek out to disney multiple times a year multiple it wasn't like we did a one-year excursion and or one once a year excursion out to the park we went multiple times. I mean, anytime anyone visited us from, whether it was from, uh, and at that time growing up, it would have been out of the country, um, <laughs> South America. Um, we went. I mean, or or, or Mexico, um, and and uh, and that was it. We'd go. I mean, it was like a no brainer. It's like, okay, they're going to be here for a week. What day are we going to Disneyland? <laughs> so we. I mean, gosh, I I have no idea. I mean, we would go. Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. I mean, we 
We went often. So, it, to me, it always it, it makes sense because literally, um, it's in, in my mind that's always was Disney's way of th- saying, "Hey, we know you're close." Yeah. And so, because you're close, you may be apt to be coming into this park a little bit more. So, hey, let's cut your break. So, it kind of incentivize those people who are literally going to be able to make it to the park a lot more and spend, in, in, in theory, more money. Because you think about it, you, yeah. even though you discount the pass to get in for the day with a Settle California, which was not a huge discount. I think it was like maybe 10, 15% at the most, mm-hmm. which in, really, when you think about it, it's not huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you all of a sudden take it. And so, all of a sudden, you take that one person that comes maybe twice to the park in a year or maybe even once to the park in a year um, now you have these people who are coming five six seven times a park so it makes much more sense because they're spending you know exponential more money um, not only in the fees to get in you know in the ticket to get in but also when they're inside so souvenirs and food i mean obviously food um so you look at that so it, it made total sense to me and, it, and i think really it still makes sense for them to do that absolutely yeah i mean there are people, like I said, who don't live in California who are complaining that, well, uh, what you may or, may or may not know is that there is a um, price plan, um, a, a, a payment plan for, for these. Um, yep. But it's only for people in California, though. So if I was to live in, like, Utah, I don't have the option of, of dropping 549 into 12 you right. know, easy right. payments. Yep. Um, it's one actually. It's one big complicated payment. Not, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, you know the, and I am on the same thought with you in regards to this. I, uh, I think the Californians definitely should get a break on this, especially the Southern Californians. Yeah, I mean Be- they're right there. It's right there, and for people who don't live in California, they need to understand. I think Disneyland is a locals park. Yeah, I mean, if you really look at it, I mean, you go back to the, the beginning of the park. Were they drawing a ton and ton of people from outside of California and Southern California? Not a ton. No, not initially. No. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, they worked at it to make it a worldwide attraction, which yeah. was the whole goal. But uh, you, you got to understand, it's like when you're doing that, you might as well leave that in place. And it's, and it's totally kind of giving a, a thank you and a small yeah. thank you for people who they know yeah. were going to be laying the foundation for that park. Yes. So it does make sense. I mean, California, I mean, realistically, anyone in California, I mean, at the most, it's a one-hour plane ride mm-hmm. or an eight-hour, seven, eight-hour drive. Maybe yeah. maybe if you're on the tippy-tippy to- uh, you know, top of California, it's a 10-hour drive. Sure. But still, that's a 10-hour drive. And when you look at other people, I mean, going into Vegas, it's a shorter drive. But still, I mean, yeah. I get that point. But right. we're still, it's California. It is California. Yep. Um, and I don't have a problem with Southern Californians getting... Um, I do. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, with them getting a, a price break because I think, well, for me, it's like it, it, when I bought mine, it was five forty nine. I think it's five eighty nine now. Um, I don't know. You got some good notes, man. This guy <laughs> takes fantastic notes. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. It's actually five. There we go. It's five ninety nine now, but um, so it went at fifty dollars since when I bought it. But right. I could do twelve payments to get that down, but I, yeah. I, I, I didn't do that. I just bought it outright. Yeah, um, <laughs> dropping I, cash. Dropping <laughs> cash, I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Southern Californians, it's, it's, I think, it's like three, three and change, and and they can do the payment plan. Um, yeah. You know, there are also for the Southern Californians, there's a lot. Uh, they have a lot of options for their inter- entertainment value. I mean, yeah, Disneyland is competing with uh, an infinite amount of things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, very true. I mean, 
I, I like to think that maybe they have a friendly rivalry with uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think back in the day, sure, but now it's not much of one. I mean, yeah. it is an option yeah. to go to Knott's, and, and, and that's the same thing, too. See, with Knott's, growing up, I went. we went a lot to Knott's, too. Yeah. I mean, we went to Knott's Berry Farm a ton. Yeah. Um, we had funnel cake and had the boysenberry jam and yeah. a lot of good stuff out of out of, out of Knott's Farm. Um, but, um, you know, I, I agree. It's just they had the rivalry, so they kind of had to do that. And uh, I mean, But you really also look at it. You have not too far down. You had San Diego, which was, you know, f- depending on where you lived in L.A., it was not more than a couple hours away. And what was in San Diego at the time you had uh, SeaWorld and, um, well, now you have SeaWorld. Now you have Legoland down there. Now you have... Uh, then the Wildland Park, and then and then you go up a little bit, and you would go to Magic Mountain. Yes. Which you know, Magic, but it's a Magic Mountain's a different vibe. But oh, completely, a completely different vibe. But still, um, it was an option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now, honestly, at Disney, um, and actually, I know this tonight's topic is not Star Wars Land or Star Wars related, but oh, but man. No, just, I think <laughs> at least you know. Everything that Disney will be doing for the next four or five years, Star Wars has to be mentioned because it's in their master plan. Um, But Disneyland's main competitor right now is Universal Hollywood. Yeah, I forgot to mention them. Universal Universal is another fun thing, which if you guys haven't been to Universal, um, it's fun. It's absolutely fun. It's fun because, again, it's another aspect and and since they lean towards movies and since i'm a huge movie guy Mm -hmm. going to universal studios um was always fun because you actually saw uh certain things that were filmed on that set and there's a couple of times where you actually if you've never been there uh you'll go on the tram Mm -hmm. and you and and you go through active live sets i mean they don't they, they there's tv i mean there's there's literal uh studios big big uh sets where they're recording TV shows, right. and so you will run across. I can't remember. I think I saw. Here's the funny part. I think I saw like Scott Bale once, <laughs> just when he was doing Charles in Charge or whatever that show was. Or was it Scott Bale? Whoever, who was that? that did Charles in Charge? Okay, I'm not impressed with that. But if you saw <laughs> Willie Ames, I would have been no, totally no, jealous yeah, of you. Yeah, <laughs> no. And I think I remember that. And he was just like walking, just like oh. going from in between, just like waved at everybody. Chachi, like, huh? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, it. So to me, if you like movies, yeah. I mean, they have some cool rides and everything like that. But it's more just the tram ride to me was always like the the the, the jewel of sure. going there, yeah. um, because of what you could run across and you didn't know. You literally didn't know. You no one had any idea, and not even the people running the tour would know who you could possibly run into. You could right. run into nobody, which was most of the case. <laughs> Or you'd run into a TV star or a movie star, even depending. Sure. And then they would go through and, and like, hey, this is where they filmed this. And you literally saw uh, spots where they filmed uh, like movie, uh, like water oceans, big ocean scenes, and Psycho, and, like, and Psycho, the Great Outdoors. Yeah. So you have a lot of stuff in there. So it's cool. For sure. Yeah. Um, and of course, now um, this spring, when the new Harry Potter land or world is they're open. open yeah see i don't pay attention so they're opening one i know they did that in florida yes yeah in fact there's two parks in florida um uh, it's the universals there it's that the, they have two different sections there and this one i think is going to be like a hybrid of both huh. so, so this is going to draw a lot of people yep. out to hollywood and of course disney's reaction is going to be star wars land yep yeah um 
and that's a whole other that's again a whole other issue but that is a whole other issue <laughs> um, and that actually comes up to this next news item in regards to the annual passport prices um you know we recently saw them go up um as little as fifty dollars all the way to there's one that's at one thousand and fifty dollars yeah okay that's, that's a deluxe super it's the signature plus yeah passport. there you go that's what it is yeah um okay that's all fine and well i guess if people want to pay that um but let's take a look at it in the next 12 to 15 months we have a pretty significant part of the yeah. park closing. Um, so it's almost like, is it worth it at that point? It, I mean, we are having the Disneyland Railroad is shut down for 12 to 15 months. And that irritates me. That really does. <laughs> that does. bugs me. As it should. <laughs> I, it should bug almost everybody who, who considers themselves a fan of the park, I think. Sure. I mean, that's one of the one of the genesis of the park anyways was he wants yeah. a, a giant train set and well yeah i mean i mean <laughs> I, I i don't know did i mention this last time that i and i think i did i don't know if it was during the private conversation we did it last last uh podcast but i mentioned that that was part of it i mean you, you walked in through the gates you, you saw the big mickey and the flowers yes and then you heard the whistle the steam mm-hmm. whistle from yeah yeah from the train and i mean even though i i honestly I did not ride the train every time I was there. Honestly, it was probably one of the worst, the, the one of the least ridden rides that I ever rode was the train. But to me, that was like a hallmark of Disney. Like one, I mean, I get so amped to get to the park, and 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 I tell this to anyone who asks me. It's like I knew when I was in the park when I went through that turnstile, I heard the little woohoo, yeah, and then I looked, and then I heard the whistle, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here. You're here, and and that like just that set the whole day off for just you know what it's gonna be a fantastic day because I can't think of a crappy day at the park ever ever <laughs> <laughs> ever ever yeah um well you haven't missed too many crowds lately have you <laughs> yeah, well you know and even then I mean that irritates me but the the, the point is is still that even with all the crowds and yes. I know and and they have gotten. It's gotten pretty pretty severe. Um, yeah. Even with that, um, it's still a good day. I mean, because I'm it's still, I mean, I'm still hitting my rides. I'm still doing what I want to do. I'm still there. I'm yes. still in that atmosphere. I'm still around the general aura of the park. And uh, and then most people, when they're there, and we're talking like you, you go from you know your daily life where, you know, on any given day you're going to run into half the people you run into, and in, in your daily life are going to just be upset and just you know right. make your day difficult yeah. um and they're angry or whatever and sometimes it gets taken out on you especially for what we do for for a living um sometimes you run across that um but um we went to the park it, it automatically went to about 90 percent of the people there just being happy absolutely yeah um you know obviously getting irritated with certain crowd you know crowds but other you know just normal stuff that happens and, right. and that kind of uh you know when, when you're around people but you know, ninety percent of the people are just happy to be there. They and are they're enjoying. And they're enjoying the same thing you're enjoying. Yeah. So I mean, it's almost like everyone's there for the same reason. So because of that, it uh, even though you had a you know maybe a crap day the day before, or even started off the day kind of crappy, usually when you're in there, that all goes kind of goes away. It does, yeah. Which is one of the magic things about that place. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So the prices are, are so the 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 daily tickets have not gone up yet, and I do stress that yet because I, I suspect that they will come up yeah. at the beginning of the year, but I am just not convinced that the annual price increase 
it should happen now because you have, like I said, the Disneyland Railroad is shut down 12 to 15 months, and that could be 12 to 18 months. Uh, the Rivers of America will, will be drained. Yeah, that's the, I don't. Fantastic is will, will be dark. Thomas Rose Island, of course, you can't access it. Yeah. So these are some hallmarks or staples of the park. I, I agree. I agree. It's it, you know it's going to be weird to sit there and having that drained. I mean, I've never mm. seen it ever. Yeah. So to, yeah, not even then. I can't see. I can't think of a single picture I've ever seen with an empty. Mm. So to me, I'm sitting there going, you know, why would you raise the prices now? When clearly uh, there's going to be some things that, that, to me, the the aficionado, if you want to use that word, of the park, they're small for some people. But as the overall feel for people like you and me, we're like, they're the heart in Mm -hmm. some parts and their main core parts of just what makes the park special. Sure. sure. So, you know, uh, you know, for some people, they're not going to know any different. Um, but I think for the majority of people who do enjoy that park on a regular basis, they're going to be uh, missing out. I can't even imagine. Um, I don't. You know, you're know, thinking about it because we were talking about earlier. When I'm able, when am I going to be able to get back down there? Yeah. And part of me is like, I don't know. I think I may just get kind of sad. I mean, and I'd hate to think about that. But if I go there and I see everything shut down and and not hearing that whistle blow and, right. and everything, I'm going to be kind of like, man, this is feels off. Even yeah. though. Some- Something will be amiss for sure. Yeah, and even though I'm super excited for what they're going to put in for it, mm-hmm. you know, on one level, um, so it's kind of like I'm weird, stuck in this weird, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. weird place. Um, yeah, I have a couple of thoughts on that. Uh, first off, um, and I've never actually heard your answer to this, but I, I've asked many people the same question: What is your, where is your favorite spot to be in Disneyland? Where is it you like to be? Um, First, and a lot of people have the same answer, a very, a very similar area. Without telling you mine first, I'd like to hear what yours is. Um, man, that's a rough one. Where is your happy place? <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because I, uh, I, I think I, I, we talked about what our routine was. You know, the routine of yes, where we go. But I will tell you where we. Where I almost feel like when we stop and settle down to stop to eat is Fantasyland. Believe it or not. The one part, the one place in the park, and maybe it's just because I so am so excited about everything else. It seems like when I go to Fantasyland and it's so just like natural. Yeah. Like it's just that I'm in the heart of the park. And you are the heart. Uh, yeah. That is... That, that is, is like a, the center sp- this that's the hub of the spoke of the wheel. Yeah. And so whenever we'd sit down, we'd you know, that's where I'd like. I'd always go to the same place and I'd want to sit outside. And I'd be happy like if I went over to Tomorrowland. Not the same feeling. So if I ever had to pick a place where I just want to sit and chill and I think that would be my favorite place just because I can sit there and kind of absorb because I mean right there is where most of the kids are. Yeah. You know, enjoying all the little smaller rides. You know, going to Peter's Pan, which is fantastic. Snow White. I mean, the carousel. Mm-hmm. You think of all those things that are right there. And you sit there and you're like, these are in no way, shape, or form these exciting, huge rides. But they're the heart of the, they're the, heart of, the, the, of the park. 
And that's why I always enjoyed that. I mean, teacup's not too far away. You think about everything. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I mean, literally, those are all rides that are hardly ever. I mean, except for Peter Pan. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Who right. doesn't ride Peter Pan? Right, if you don't right. ride Peter Pan, give me a break. Sure. But, um, yeah, that's 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 it. So, mm-hmm. I don't know what else other people think. But to me, that's, that's the, I mean, if I'm going to stop and sit for like a half an hour and, or 40 minutes and just kind of just, you know, kind of rest and... And eat some food and kind of recharge. That's where I like to be. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. What about you? Uh, for me, um, it's always been uh, New Orleans Square. And yeah, yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. Particularly at dusk, um, when you have the Rivers of America as the backdrop and the lights have come on, and there's you know jazz music playing in the background and people. Or just you know, in the moment, enjoying themselves. It's something very, very peaceful that I've always found in that area uh-huh. there. Um, and you know, you're you're right next to Adventureland, and you hear the drums as well. Um, so it's that yep. it's that we're talking about a mashup earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear like these jungle drums and yeah. jazz going on, and it's just, I think it's a really cool vibe, and it's just beautifully crafted. Um, yeah. So that is going to be missing for, you know, 15 months. Uh, I don't know what's going to be there. I assume it's going to be uh, walls up there, you know, so you can't look into what's going on over there. That's that's my best guess. Yeah, and, and that makes sense. And, and to me, that, that makes it even worse because you're literally looking, at least for people who have gone to the park and grown up going to the park and, and been going to the park for a long time, to have nothing but, you know, probably these wood walls up. Yeah. You know, you're going to sit there and go, like, man, that sucks. It, yeah. It sucks. Because there's no good way There's no good way to hide that. There's no good way to kind of mask over that. There's no good way to uh, to kind of, <laughs> hey, keep the vibe going. Because, I mean, even if, let, let's go, even if they do find out a good way, which who knows. Yeah. They may come up with a good way to make it kind of a little bit more and keep that going. Mm-hmm. You're still going to see construction. You're yeah. still going to hear construction. So it's still going to change change that and for a significant i mean for a year plus oh for sure year and yeah. a half plus yeah um that's significant yeah uh the good thing is though i mean today's disneyland is a 24-hour operation whether you're at the park or not they have a full-on staff that's there uh-huh. doing things and yep. hopefully they can get a lot done at those hours i don't know you know hopefully you would think uh, god i would you know what i'd really hope they do and, and obviously we're not gonna know until they start moving in that direction um, I would hope they would do the majority of the work at night. I had hoped yeah. they would start. I mean, because you think, man, you're going to, wow, you're going to, you know, I'm sit, like really sitting here and I'm starting to take in um, the show. You're not going to have the water show. And oh, God, wow. Right. That's huge. It's huge. That is huge. I mean, because God, that is one of the, you know, I have a, I have a, I have a good friend that absolutely loves the park and I hope to have her on the podcast. Um, she would send me, um, when she's down there, she would send me small video snippets of the show and the fireworks and everything. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and every time she sends it to me, you know, I just stop and look at it like I've, like I'd never seen it before because it has that certain, to me, it has that certain magic and, um, that's gone. I mean, that's like straight up just gone. It's gone. Yeah. And so running around on Tom Sawyer's Island, or I should say Pirate's Lair is what they're calling it these days. Yeah. Um, but we notice Tom Sawyer's yeah, Island. Yeah, I do, yeah. You won't, you won't be going there. Yeah. Tw- so. Going on the canoes. I mean, I mean. Right. 
So much. I mean, just and, and then um, why can't I remember the uh, name of the steamboat? Uh, it's the uh, Mark Twain. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow, just let my mind. I'm like, I know that name. You know, not gone. Yep. Just, just, just gone. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's it's. <laughs> you know what 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 do you do? What do you do? You uh, well. Luckily, there's a lot of other adventures you 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 can go on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you think about it. So let's think about that. So I, like to me, I'm like been thinking about that. Is look at uh, think about my routine. So it's just like I'm gonna go to you go to Indiana, and I can go to Pirates. The second I come out of Adventureland, start going over to Pirates. I mean, you're gonna see whatever is missing right there. I mean, oh, it's yeah. right there. Sure. And, you know, that is, I mean, I, th- I honestly think that I'm just going to stop and stare for a while mm-hmm. and probably be sad. Yeah. And which, w- which, which to me is kind of like, do I, am I setting myself up to go actually spend and have a sad thought in the park? <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So. You know, and that's a good point. I just think you're going to have to find something else to enter- entertain yourself, but it's going to be a hard pill to swallow. Um, so with the price increase, do you think that maybe this is Disney's way of maybe trying to lessen the crowds? Like, oh, maybe I, we can't plan that Disneyland trip now because these annual passports are just too much. Uh, You know, I I don't know. I mean, you think about it. Disney as a company has gotten ginormous. (laughs) I mean, that there's no other way to describe it, but ginormous. I mean Marvel, and then I mean the 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 billion dollars for Lucasfilm, and mm-hmm. and you know then Pixar. And you think of everything that they've acquired and just kind of gobbled up. And you're thinking to myself, yeah. you know, I'm thinking to myself, it's like y- you have all this stuff, and I I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. I think um, personally, I think what's going on is they're they're they jack the price up. Um, and this is kind of this may sound messed up, but this is what I literally, you know, honestly think is they've jacked the price up right now because then when they reopen the park like fully, fully, and then they introduce a new Star Wars land and everything, they'll be like, "Oh, hey, look at all the new attractions. We're gonna lift the prices again." Oh, for oh, yeah, yeah. So I think what they've done is they 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 took the advantage like we're gonna jack it right now. Mm-hmm. And literally, you think I, I personally think is that part of it is probably to help pay for um, for all the construction because you know there's going to be, I mean, who knows? I have not seen the number. And I don't know you have. I mean, you research no. this stuff uh, better than I do. Um, the number that they're going to spend on this, you know. And again, I'm just hoping with everything, and, and I have faith still mm-hmm. that the world that they're going to give us, and for us Star Wars fans and. Um, that they're going to give us a, a true to to life, if you want to put it that way, representation of Star Wars in, oh. in, in, in there. So they did a fantastic job with Star Tours. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. But I think that in my mind, that's what I literally think. I, th- I don't think yeah. it has to do anything with crowd reduction. I think it has everything to do with just maximizing their profits sure. to kind of pay for this next expansion. And then once the expansion's done, they can then justify another price increase, right. and then there you go. Right. Um, because let's face it, um, when Star Wars lands open, I would expect that you and I are making a trek down there. We will. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm expecting it's like, when does it open? Uh, 2019? Yeah, so 2019 we'll be down there. 
Sure. You know, I, that's that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm, you know, um, and I know there's thousands, if not millions, of people mm-hmm. um, who probably have that same sentiment. So I mean, you think about that. Even if you, Chris, so you have thousands of people, right? Or even if you go into the millions of people, you have a couple million people who feel that way. And mm-hmm. if you increase it just a dollar, that's two million. Yeah, the drop of a hat without even doing a thing. That's right. Then you cost, then you increase it by fifty bucks. There you go. Yeah. Boom, 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 ka-ching. I hear those registers going off. Yeah, I mean, Disney raised the prices quite simply because they can. The, in, in the long <laughs> and the short of it, they're a business. Yeah. Um, they're a corporation. Yeah. Um, and they're there to make money. I mean, they, they deliver a, a fantastic product that uh, people are paying for. So, I mean, they are as true as you can be to capitalism, which yeah. there's nothing wrong with that because sure. um, we're willingly giving up our dollars for that environment and that experience. Yeah, we yep. are. Yep. We are. And there will be no – I mean, they will raise the price again next year. I mean, yeah. long before 2019. Yeah. Um, I, I, w- I would I would think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was like reading your notes here, and, and I was trying to figure. I didn't get to your little graph here about years. <laughs> yeah, probably about a little too much information. No, that's good. I mean, I was reading that stuff, and I didn't do as much research as I should have. And then I was just like, "Well, holy crap, Mark just did this all the stuff." So I'm like reading. I'm like, "Hey, yeah, yeah," because it's true. I mean, what you wrote down here is. Um, it's informative. So I almost want to just read this off. I'm not even kidding. Are you doing a segue into our feature story then? Yeah, I'm thinking so. I think let's so. Do let's, it, let's get into it. You, I will just read the, because this is good enough just to read. I mean, my <laughs> gosh. Okay. I started reading it when we were warming up here. I'm like, oh, crap, this is good. Okay. I didn't become, I'll read it. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Everyone, this is Mark, like literally Mark's it, notes that he gave me. And this is good. Okay. So there was once a time, and I'm, I you know, I feel like I'm going to tell a story right now. Let's all sit down and I'm going to tell, and Udi's going to tell you a story. And find your favorite adult beverage, right? Yeah, I, which I already drank, but oh, okay. we're not going to go there. <laughs> it's, it's My glass is empty. <laughs> <laughs> there was once a time. In Disneyland's history, where they were opened five days a week. And that was right when they opened. Um, closing Mondays and Tuesdays for repairs and general cleaning. Which, again, you think about that makes total sense because yeah. of the what Walt wanted to do, the world that he wanted to create, and the general aura and presence of what he wanted, uh, wanted to do there. Yeah. Well, that, that operating schedule was about 30 years. Yeah. So you think about that makes total sense because then everything was there to maintain uh, that I mean, even even now to the characters, and uh, they have to be the second they put on their costume, they're in character. It's done. I mean, there's that's what they do, right? Um, so um, so then then this changed to being uh, closed just one day a week, and eventually in the 1985 ish, it went to seven days operating schedule. Um, and realistically, that's about when uh, I started making some regular trips to. <laughs> to it um, as a kid. Uh, Disneyland even had, uh, yeah, what they considered off-season. And mm-hmm. realistically, that is very true. Um, there were certain times growing up in Southern California where we just didn't, you know, you tried not to go to the park uh, because <laughs> you knew it was going to be busy. Um, but well, what do you what do you think busy? What, what, what would you guess is their average daily attendance right oh, now? Oh, gosh, now I don't even know. Uh, hold on. 60,000 guests. Oh, that was on opening day. Yeah. Oh, now on a day you told me this number. Didn't you tell me this number a while back? I don't know if I did or not. I think you did, and I was like, wait, what? Well, just look at how many people came in uh, in 2014. 
That's their paid attention. $16.8 million? Yeah. Whew. So just divide that up to three sixty five, and there you go. It's roughly 40,000 people. 40,000 a day. Yeah. So you think about that. Yeah, that's a lot of people. And I think growing up, I, I probably I have a feeling it, I never felt crowded. Mm. The only time that I ever felt like, oh, my gosh, this is crowded was at the end of the night. You know, when they're closing the park and everyone is walking down Main Street as they're going home. Yeah. But that was kind of cool. You know, I remember growing up and that was kind of a cool thing for the day at the park. And then you finish and, and you leave with everybody. Right. You know, it's just like, OK, we're closed. And I remember they had, you know, the people just kind of making sure everyone just found their way out of the park. You know, as you're going down Main <laughs> Street, you had your line of, of uh White suits right there. You know, the, the great people on white. <laughs> right. Um, pushing people. And, you know, not pushing, but just guiding, making sure that everyone made it out of the park. Um, and that was the only time I ever felt, like, crowded when we first got there because everyone's going in. Yeah. And everyone's leaving. But um, but then again, as a kid, I was, you know, I didn't care, man. I'm at Disneyland. Who cares? Sure. Right. Like, I had to wait. You know, I'd get a little irritated. like, oh, man, I got to wait 30 minutes for a ride. But at the point in time, the second I hit the ride... That 30 minutes that I had to wait were just was gone in my memory. It's just history. Right. So, um, yeah. But uh, let's see. I'll continue with the notes here. Oh, please do. All right. Cool. I mean, they're fantastic. I just want to keep on reading them. <laughs> um, uh, usually, let's see. Uh, considered off-season, usually late summer, early fall. Yep. And then uh, midwinter. Definitely midwinter and early spring. Um, but those days are gone. Definitely. Over the decades, demand for Disney forced them to... Um, I don't believe... Uh, yeah, force them to. Um, I, there isn't really an off-season now. I, I completely agree with that. There really isn't. Um, there's just times in the year now where it's more crowded or less crowded. <laughs> right. The word crowded stays pretty much all the time. Uh, it seems, yeah, crowded throughout the year. Uh, Disneyland does a lot of things well. However, one of the major issues right now is overcrowding, and that is one of the things. I mean, how many different things? Uh, one of the greatest things that they did I thought was great was a Fast Pass. Yes. Uh, fast Pass was a fantastic idea, and... Definitely, I use that to its full extent. And you should. It's yes. ingenious. Yeah. It is a totally ingenious thing. Because I remember, uh, I still remember going there, and it was for Splash Mountain. And we hit the, the Fast Pass, and I was like, oh, look, we got to be back in 45 minutes. Done. Done. We went off, ran, did some stuff. Coming back, and I'm like, going through the Fast Pass side, and I'm like, suckers. Suckers. Yeah, because yeah. they're all in line, they're looking at us, and I was like, yes, shit. And then a lot of people didn't understand the fast pass. No. I, I remember that, and I'm like, and I remember we got to the fast pass. We got caught up to the fast pass, um, the line, which is damn near the 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 entrance to the. I mean, to where we get onto the onto the uh, the ride, and people are looking at me, and they're like, "How did you guys?" <laughs> We're like, and we showed them a little fast pass ticket, right? Yeah, and they're like, "You didn't get the fast pass." They're like, what is that? So it's like I'm sitting here explaining to people. It's like. You go over here, it says Fast Pack, it'll tell you that, and you scan it, and then you get the card, and then there you go. You get the little kind of sub, sub ticket, and then you just hold on. So you come back, and then there you go. Mm-hmm. And so that was good to, to kind of manage these long lines. I mean, because I remember Splash Mountain, when it first came out, gosh, that was... 1989? Yeah, and that was <laughs> that was like two-hour lines for that ride. Oh, it's two hours almost now. Yeah, and, and, and you know, honestly, it's a, it's a fun ride, but two hours? I kind of go like... <laughs> I'll sit in line for two hours for Thunder Mountain or, uh, no. <laughs> or Indy or, uh, you know, Space Mountain. Sure, I'm there. But yeah. for Splash Mountain, it's fun. But 
but yeah, no, not two hours. But uh, yeah, so um, that was that was uh, one of the things. Um, see, on one hand, it has uh, the blessing of popular business and 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 thus generating revenue. On the other hand, it's uh, also cursed for those who go to the parks and have to deal with excessive crowds and wait times, uh, and just overall gridlock. Um, yeah, Disneyland has always had crowds that approximate uh, sixty thousand gets on opening days, which I don't know if you've ever seen um, film. <laughs> from the old days, it's 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 kind of crazy to watch because you're looking at it. I'm like, holy crap, that's like different. Right. Yeah. yeah it's completely different. Um, I do wonder though. As a side note, uh, I <laughs> what what do the fire marshals down there consider to be too many people? You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, I, I'm laughing. No, that's an of... honest question. <laughs> that's an honest question because you think about that. How many times do you have to be like maximum occupancy, like? 200 people right because it has to be you know from what i understand it has to be so many exits and so many you and know there's only one exit there. and stuff like that yeah so um it, it makes me wonder what the maximum occupancy is for the park do you think there's some hush money in there <laughs> i'm not gonna go off that tangent i'm just curious do you do you think they go do, uh yeah i i really <laughs> do i really do um, Gosh, those it makes it makes Anaheim sense. Are really, really shiny. And, yeah, it uh, makes sense. Those those. I mean, let's let's face it. That generates a ton of money for mm. not only Disney but the city. So and all the pure, this is all pure speculation. Yeah, there's no there's no proof of that, and I have no evidence to say. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, and I have I have a tendency to try to tell the truth at all at all things. So when I'm asked a question, I'll answer it honestly. And uh, yeah, I, I think that. I don't know if it's like straight out hush, but is there a little bendy bend? There might be. Yeah, I think it's a little bendy bend. Like, Look hey, over there. Yeah, while like, we hey, do this. <laughs> hey, so um, we're going to pay for this while you just kind of let us do that. Um, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's what happens sometimes, you know, because, I'm, um, again, it's a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think for people who kind of lose that side of it, they can kind of get irritated with it real quick. But if you keep that kind of mind grounded in that, I think – some of these things make you can kind of look at it in a different line, you know, different point of view, understanding that. Because, I mean, if I was just not looking at a business, this whole overcrowding, the issue of overcrowding would be highly irritating. I mean, realistically, and especially if you consider yourself a, a purist or a connoisseur of Disney, you'd be, I, you know, I'd be irritated constantly. Yeah. Anytime I went to the park, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, trying to weave through people. and Right. You know, what's this? I got to sit in line for an hour and a half and blah, 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 <laughs> yeah, blah, right. and on and on. And, and, yeah. and then but the other side of it, it's like they're here to make money. So you can't really fault them at that. No. So, and you paid it. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, and, and, and I pay it too. When you go down there, if you really want to, you're paying for to get in. And some people, whether or not you um, think you got ripped off or whether you fully loved it and feel like it's the greatest thing ever, that's up to you. I think you guys already know which way we lean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I don't. Do you really want me to go into the statistics? I don't know. You want to put? I, I don't no. Know. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't. It's just basically you know, in the last twenty years or so, it's gone from about ten million, ten point three million to close to seventeen million annually a year. That's a lot. That's a massive uh, increase. Right. Uh, there was a law though. Um, actually, went down in two thousand through two thousand three. It kind of stagnated for a little bit. Um, even with, and you know, it's kind of surprising, and I, and I don't know if it's even with California opening, which 
Um, I like that park. I do too. And remember, one of the reasons why, it, I mean, there are there are many reasons why that park exists today, but it was to offset some of the crowds mm-hmm. from Disneyland. Yeah, to pull away. Yeah. And I think we can actually do a whole show or at least or two on California Adventure because there's a lot there. There is. I mean, it's kind of, um, it's kind, it's it's. If you haven't been to California, um, it's different. It's 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 you know it's not Disneyland no per se, but it's Disney esque. Yes, it it, it does um, <coughs> share the same DNA as Disneyland. Yeah, but it's, it's like, almost like it's cousin, it, or it's it, like it's brother. Like yeah, it's like a cousin. Right. Um, because there's some really cool. I mean, there's some really cool stuff in that park. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror is awesome, dude. Tower of Terror. Yes. Who cannot say Tower? I'll say Tower of Terror again. <laughs> Gosh, I knew I literally have gone Tower of Terror up, down, well, up and down and up and down and up and down, then off, yeah, back in, yeah, back on, up and down, up, and then off, back <laughs> in and gone again. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. My older daughter loves it. Yeah. My younger daughter hates it. <laughs> hate, I mean, uh, hates it. Hates a strong word, but she will literally sit during the whole duration out outside. No. Oh, she will. Oh, man. I love that ride. Yeah, it's really... Yeah, so, I mean, California Adventure was created for many reasons, but it was also... Really, it was to divert some of the crowds from the Disneyland Park. Um, but the demand is is so much there now still i mean they're not generating the same amount of numbers as disneyland but uh it's just what a mass of people there especially with cars land it's just oh my god i know but then you'll see 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 this is where you run into the problem with it's you know as a business um it's a good problem to have Mm. because you think about it they i mean they introduced downtown disney okay so you look at downtown disney and that's going to draw people into that general area that aren't even going to go into the park. This is true. So, I mean, I've been downtown Disney and never even set foot into a park, into one of the parks, uh, just because I was there for what's in downtown Disney. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never done just that. Yeah, see, so I have. I mean, I didn't have, like, a day to go into the park, and which was just heart-wrenching because I'm, like, by the entrance gate going oh. <sighs> I want to go in. Um, yeah, that's. Why yeah, do you, why do you torture yourself? So? It, it, long story. <laughs> okay. Um, it was just out of my hands. Um, but gotcha. anyway. Um, but that being said, but you think about that, so it's like you know you're adding all these stuffs to kind of create the resort type feel that uh, I've never been to Disney World, but I would assume is the same idea in Disney World. Is this kind of resort, kind of all inclusive, kind of thing where you just can kind of go mm-hmm. and you're just there and you're going to spend three days there or five days there or a week there or if you're crazy two weeks there you know and just be in that area so right you look at those people who actually do do that i mean you go to the the grand hotel mm-hmm. the grand california the grand california which by the way have you been inside that hotel i have been inside there my god that lobby yeah <sighs> yes it's crazy huh it is Gorge the fireplace? Yes. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. But that being said, you know, how do you do that? It's like you you, you pull people away to kind of, you know, you kind of pull it. You create a park to kind of pull people away from from the main park. But then you add all these stuff to kind of draw more business in. But then you're like, well, 
you're kind of like shooting yourself in the foot because <laughs> you're like you've created this kind of just area where people can just come and be without right. even making their way into the park. So it's like, yeah. okay, because I don't know how many times, like I said, going to downtown Disney, you'll walk up and down, down downtown Disney, go to different shops and the restaurants and stuff, and you're yeah. just like, I bet you half these people aren't even here to go <laughs> into Disney. So Yeah, I never really thought about that aspect. Um, yep. The one thing I like about downtown Disney is that it's open at least until 2 a.m. every yep. every every morning. Yep. So long after the parks have closed, I yep. mean, typically Disneyland's closing at 12. Yep. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's got an operating hour from like you know, 8 to 12, really. So what is that? I mean, Well, really, yeah, because um, 12 yeah. hours. No, that's no, more. That's, that's 15 the, hours? 16 hours. 16 hours? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, which, yeah, I, <laughs> which any, 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 and I'm going to say this right now, any true fan of the park will spend a 16 hour day there. Oh yeah, sure. If you don't pull one 16 hour day there, I don't even, I, I want to use expletives at you. No, <laughs> bad. Yeah, there they go. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, and they have the property, they own a lot of property out there that they don't really yeah. mention, um, yep. but um, it's otherwise occupied by hotels and parking lots and structures. And yep. it would be nice to have a third gate, you know. Um, and this is where, and this is another topic for some, a future podcast. Yeah. This is where your beloved Marvel stuff should go. I I agree. I, I agree. I, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, I think you, did we, you and I have the discussion about, yeah, I think we did. We're talking about. How does Marvel fit into the park? Oh my! We and, we did talk about this. Yeah, and did we talk about it on the podcast? I don't we, know if we did. We did yeah. and offline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it does. It it, it doesn't. Yeah. And, and someone and then and I think the other topic thing is well then how does Star Wars fit into mm. the park? And I always go well they had Star Tours, mm-hmm. and you think about Star Tours and then it goes into Tomorrowland, kind of fits. It does. It's not a perfect fit, but it fits. Right. You look at Marvel superheroes. Tell me what land that falls into. You could make a case. You can't, see? Ah, ha, ha, you can't. I'm telling you, anyone who can try to make a case, nope, you can't. You can't put it into Tomorrowland because it doesn't fit. You can't put mm. it into Adventureland because it doesn't fit. Right? It does not fit in Adventureland. Right? No. I mean... Fantasyland? Please. It, that that may be the only land that how no I'm not saying yeah, it no, would I, but I, I'm you, making the argument how it doesn't it doesn't fit if you had to stretch your imagination uh, there are some aren't there any fantasy heroes no no okay. Thor Thor okay well no there's no Thor Dark Ride yeah see no see that's what I'm saying so it doesn't fit it does not fit whatsoever. it does not fit into anything so to me you jam that in there then I'm like ah. It doesn't fit. It doesn't jive. So no. I, I, I would agree that if they want to do something along those that, that theme with that, that they would have to kind of create a third gate to kind of make like superhero land or, <laughs> yeah. or Marvel land or whatever they want to put I it. I guess. But it's, it's difficult because it's almost like, well, how do you incorporate it? You, you can't. It's difficult. No. To me, it doesn't fit with what the park is. And I think a lot of people, and in fact, I know of a couple people that would be like – I think it'd be like you stole their child if they did that. You know, oh, they would yeah. be that upset. Oh yeah. Um, and I kind of, and I kind of, I don't think I'd be that upset, but I kind of understand where they're coming from. I would be upset too. Yeah. You know, they in, they introduced that aspect into the park. In in my 
in my opinion, has no business being there. No, absolutely. No, I mean, Star Wars, and only because I'm a huge Star Wars nut, do I even kind of give that one a semi-pass. Yeah, but you, but, but you are, I mean, I don't think you like Marvel as much as Star Wars, but you definitely like Marvel stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at my copy of Age of Ultron right there on the counter, so oh, yeah. yeah. I so I, I'm seeing yeah, that. Yeah, uh-huh. so, so absolutely. I love Marvel. I, I love that stuff, but I'm also... I'm also looking at it how it fits into the park and understanding that this is this this park has stood before Marvel Studios. And even if Marvel Studios goes down, I'm yeah. pretty sure that this park will still be here. Right. After that. So you have to look at it as at some of the cuz realistically even if Star Wars just faded away into nothingness which it never will and please God don't let it happen. But even if it did fall away into nothingness, right? You'd still have a park there. You would still have Tomorrowland. If you would still have right. all those things, you know, without having Star Wars. In so even if you took Star Tours out of Tomorrowland, like right now, mm-hmm. what would that really change? Would that rate change a lot? Eh, a little bit. Uh, a little bit, yeah. But not a ton. It wouldn't no. change the whole dynamic of the park. No, not. If so. you force-fed Marvel into that park, you would change the dynamic of the park. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, like I said, even pirates, pirates—they made out of that ride. That just—they—that is the best scene, or that's the best meaning of a movie franchise into the park, because they literally pulled those movies out of their hat using that as a theme. Right. So they failed miserably with Haunted Mansion, which don't even get me started on. You mean with Eddie Murphy? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I think there might be some reboot of that somewhere down the line. Please make it good. Yeah. Um, but even then, that being said, so but you even look at it, you, you don't take away like Captain Jack. All they had to do was incorporate him a couple times into the ride and done. <laughs> I mean, what did they do? They added him on the mural of captains mm-hmm. as you're walking in. They did. Then they put him in two different places on the ride. Two or is it three? Mm-hmm. One. I, I I know two. two. Oh, there's three. Three. There's three. Three. Yeah. Three places on the ride. Done. Done. And you have a seamless you have a seamless transi- uh, transition uh, from movie to ride back and forth. Yep. Done deal. Done deal. And who doesn't like Captain Jack? In fact, I have a wristband given to to me by a good friend of mine that says I love Captain Jack. That's still in my car. She gave that to me five years ago. Still in my car <laughs> because who doesn't like Captain Jack? Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. So, but again, that being said, it goes to the point. And if you shoved it in there, it wouldn't fit. And and then that would be, I think, it would be kind of. A gross injustice, I personally think. Mm-hmm. And they would draw more people into the park. And that's why it makes sense. Like, you want to create... It, it, and, and to me, if you created that third gate, you would pull people... You, I think that would be the best way to pull people and reduce crowding in the, in the, in the, in the main park. Right. I personally think so. Because I think plenty of people... You take that same amount of people that go to the park now, mm-hmm. and you're going to tell me a third of them aren't like diehard Marvel fans, especially since all the movies and they've been doing so well right. over the last five, six years here. You can't tell me. And now when they open the sea, and that's why, I mean, Star Wars is going to be part of the park. So that's, I think that's going to add to the crowding. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, we will talk about Star Wars land a lot. Yeah. Um, or the, and the plans for that and yeah. what the impact is. But yeah. Yeah. I think a third gate would definitely help. Yep. Um, real quick thought on that. You know, and I don't know how they're even handling the IP for this because Universal 
in Florida has Marvel-based <laughs> rides right now. Yeah. As we talk, there's like the yep. you know Incredible Hulk and the Spider-Man. Yep. Right. How are they doing that? Okay, there? so um, Spider-Man uh, is technically owned by Sony. So, um, he's not well, part. He's not part of Marvel. He is, but that that entity is owned by Sony. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure about the Hulk, um, but Sony. That's why when you look at the Star Wars movies. Or sorry, this doesn't have Star Wars on the brain because uh, it's two weeks away. Mm. Um, the Spider-Man movies, everything that you've ever seen from the Tobey Maguire to the reboot here, uh, you look at the beginning of it, it's not Marvel that comes up. It's um, it's Sony. So Sony and Marvel had to make the deal mm. uh, to have him in the next, uh, next Avengers or is it Civil War? Say it's Civil War. Okay. And they had to make a deal. <coughs> so, that's why. Mm-hmm. The Hulk I don't know about. But um, I think if you see Marvel Land, you'd probably not see Spidey. Okay. Um, until, or unless um, Disney just came out and said, like, we're going to give you X amount of a whole lot of money. They, which they might. And, and they might and just say, we're just going to buy this off you. Um <laughs> Which, if they uh, personally, I think if they were going to do a whole park around it, they'd mm-hmm. be like, "Yeah, we're going to do that." Okay. Spider-Man is such a huge entity in Marvel, um, and a lot of people love Spider-Man. My brother, sure, loves Spider-Man. Um, so yeah, I can see it. But yeah, I think if you did it, I mean, with the Avengers, and you think of each individual franchise from that, and then you you can look at so many things. I mean, I can start picturing rides and attractions and stuff like that just right now in my head, and you can see like. Avengers ride, you can see Thor ride, you can see like Hulk games, you can see Iron Man games. I sure. Mean, um, yeah, you start seeing all that stuff. But again, I think if you did that, you'd have to do a. I, I think the only way it even works is if you had a third door and it's an independent thing where you have to. I mean, and realistically, it's smart for for Disney to do that too because it's another way to raise rates and raise sure. money. Sure. See, I mean, that could be the cure all. I mean, a cure all in the sense that, you know. Um, not a cure-all in the sense of, of us, because we'll have to pay more, um, but a cure-all in the sense that you'll have more people visiting that park. Because I'll tell you what, if they ever did that, yeah, I know if they, it's like, hey, you need a um, park hopper pass for all three parks, done. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, not even, I wouldn't even second guess it. It's like, how much more is it? Done. <laughs> well, it's another 50 bucks. D- okay, here's my $50. You <laughs> sure. Know? Um, and, and, and I think, again, I mean, you think about it, at least a third of the, of the people that probably go there are going to have are gonna be fans of that franchise and that whole world. Uh, and if they're not even fans of that, it's just another Disney park to go to. Right. Absolutely. Um, but I did have a couple of thoughts. In the current state of the parks, where crowding really, I mean, I'm going to offer like a quick solution to what I think is a big issue. And this is, this the congestion on Main Street. Um, <laughs> I necessarily don't mind if, you know, 45,000 people are there during the day, as long as they're spread out over the acreage. Oh, yeah. But what I think the big issue is um, right now, <laughs> and I might be in the minority, I must be, because nothing makes me more upset about this. But it, it, it's these parades. Okay, there's like four or five parades every day. And 
Dude, oh, really? Everyone loves a parade, right? And yeah. that's air quotes. But what what is a big drag is like when you are walking down Main Street, you can't just walk to the left or the right. You are saying you are being told, keep it going to the right, keep it going over there. Yep. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. So there's a parade at one, there's a parade at two thirty, there's a parade at three fifteen, there's a parade at four thirty. <laughs> oh, and then after that, you have to you have the people that are waiting all around the hub, all along Main Street, as early as, you know, six o'clock for nine, nine, 15, midnight or night, night parade, paint the night parade and fireworks show. Wait a minute. So you get people just sitting there all day and you can't walk across the street. Literally, you are True. being told. So yeah, you have to go to the special outlets and to get to it. Yeah. So Disney, <laughs> Disney, cut it out. <laughs> I mean, put two parades on. Yeah, you know, that's a rough one because... Uh, I don't like the parades. Well, you know, Clearly, the, I don't. The, you know, the funny part is you, you can ask me how many times I sat and watched a whole parade, and I can probably count them in one hand. Okay. So, do I like the parades? Nah. I could take them or leave them. But the only time... I'll tell you why I like the parades, and it's the only thing that's totally selfish. I'm like, look, all these people are going to the parades. What ride are we going to go hit? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is to me. It's just like, hey, we got a ride to go hit because there's like a third of the park is sitting here lined up. So let's go. Oh, um, but that might be true, and I agree with you. But if you have to cross the hub to get to your destination, good luck. With oh that. no, you're, yeah, you're kind of so it's it's almost like where you had to take uh, like to me is always strategic planning like. I better if I want to be stuck on if I want to be on Tomorrowland side, I better be over here. Yes. When it's gonna hit, or, right. or being able to get to a spot where I can jump quickly from Fantasyland over to uh, to uh, Adventure or to Tomorrowland. So um, yeah, but that's yeah, I've done that many many times where I sit there, I'm like, oh, they're starting to set up for the parade. Yeah. And the and the key to that, I'm just little little uh, little pro tip here. The second you see them start sending up the cords, yes, that's your hint. <laughs> jump on whatever line you need to go, whatever side you want it, you know you're going to be on or you want to be on and get there. Mm. And know you're going to be there for like an hour, which is fine. Sure, sure. So that's it. So the second you see them start setting up the, the thing, you see people starting to sit, those are your visual cues. Yeah. <laughs> Understand, this is what's about to go down. So just decide where you want to be and go get to it. So, and then, and like I said, then you may get on the ride a little bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Pro tip number one that we've given for the show. <laughs> yeah, good, good. I'll, I'll put those in the show notes for the website. Yeah, so we can do that. that. That's, That's good. A pro tip, and that is some good advice. Yep. Awesome. Yep. This has been a pretty good discussion tonight. Yeah. Uh, for no lack of energy. <laughs> That's right. Right. For no. I don't. Did we cover? Did we cover everything? I mean, I, I'm looking at your notes here, and I feel bad like we didn't cut anything because you like went into, like you went into the history. I mean, if you you guys want to know the history. Of pricing, man, I've got it right here. You do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, so yeah. like, Woody, like, like, how much was an annual pass in 2005? In 2005, an annual pass, which one? Uh, let's say I want to get like a, a, a deluxe one, that top of the line, dude. Top of the line in 05? Yeah, you ready for this one, everybody? Hit me a big $229 compared to what it is today what was the what is it $1,049 so what's that increase a lot <laughs> that's a lot of I'm not even gonna do the math quick in my head but that's a lot a lot of Disney in dollars in 2005 so in 10 years yeah it has quintupled or quadrupled yeah in 10 years that's nuts that's nuts so yeah I mean in <laughs> 
Wow. That's, yeah, look at those numbers. So, I don't know, are you going to put this in the show notes? Because this is good, because this is a good reference for people to understand the yearly breakdown. Because Mark went through and literally put the yearly breakdown of what each the each uh, pass annual pass cost by year. Yeah, I think people should know that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then you and I think most people would be kind of shocked to see how much the increase is. But it may not make a difference, really. I don't think it makes a difference at all because I no. still think they can charge as much, and I still think people are going to pay it. I mean, you dropped five bills like without even thinking twice. Oh, I thought. Well, maybe you thought about it twice. I did think about it twice. You're being frugal, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Credit card hits the floor. <laughs> hits the counter. We're good. <laughs> so just real quick, though, uh, I did have a couple questions. Um, All right, go. Just real quick. I brought up the idea of maybe taking out a couple, of, at least two of the daily four or five parades. Just take yeah, two that, of them that, out. I, I could see that. I could see that. What's one idea you might have? I, I honestly think um, that if they literally did, I, I think if you kind of uh, changed the availability, which they've kind of done with some of the passes and some of the stuff, they they offer the early early bird or the early pass where you can get in early. I forgot what that's called. That's, that just slipped my mind. That's called the magic morning. Right. So you can get in there early. So you can increase that, maybe make that a little bit more accessible for people. And then you literally, to reduce overcrowding, you literally got to say, hey, everybody, when we hit this number, mm-hmm. we're done. These booths, they're done. <laughs> so that would incentivize people to get to the park. Mm-hmm. And then and then the only way you could do it is just like, hey, if we hit like 60,000 or whatever, whatever the number would be. I mean, obviously not 60,000. Well, in a day, maybe. Um you know, it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, we're done. We're gonna we're gonna shut it down, and and we will reopen it like at maybe three. Like do a an early morning thing, and then say we'll shut it down. So if, if you're not here from like eight in the morning till noon, we're gonna shut it down. We're not gonna offer any tickets for three hours. You know, maybe per se. Like we're not gonna have any of the booths open. And then I mean, because they close the booths when? Um, uh, what time do they close the actual ticket booths to get in? I want to say it's like three. Maybe if not sooner. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was later than that. Nah, I don't know. I think it's around that. Maybe it's maybe. Well, I don't know. I remember I remember as a kid. I mean, I never paid attention to that kind of stuff. But I want to say it's like three or four. They pretty much stopped. I mean, you'd see most of those closed and gone. Mm-hmm. Definitely by six or seven. Right. They were, they were all closed down. So um, maybe if they did that. I mean, maybe if they did that, they, they kind of um, just just – kind of incentivize the early morning people so you'd have those people who are just there for to have fun not like the purists like you and I who would literally sit there and we'll spend 14 hours in that park I will um, but you'll take those people who are coming as sightseers for tourists and they'll be like oh I've gone to Disneyland and then you'll be like okay well you have this early morning special then you know the, the magic morning and you pay a little bit more you'll get in the park an hour to two hours early and then there you go. But then that would count against it. So that would incentivize people to come to the park earlier, maybe pay a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then once they hit that number, mm. we're done. We're done for the day. I mean, and and obviously as a business, they're going to be sitting there and go like, well, we don't want to do that because we want more money. Right. But I think that would help send a message to people like we care about you when you're in here, which mm-hmm. they do. But they do. I, yeah. I think it would do. I mean, I can't. And then, yeah, definitely reducing – the amount of parades by a couple 
mm-hmm. would definitely help with just Main Street and then just general stuff like that. Because, yeah, people have gotten very programmed to, like, we're going to sit here for this thing. We know where it's going to be. We know when the show's going to start. We're going to sit, boom, boom, boom. And they start just sitting there. Oh, they will. And they will lay out blankets for people that aren't there. Yep. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's my thought. Okay. I mean, that would be an interesting thing that would just kind of, you'd have to kind of teach people that, hey, um, you're going to be here earlier. And here, we're going to incentivize you to be here a little bit earlier. Or maybe discount those tickets. Yeah. And you're like, hey, but you got to be here at like 8 o'clock in the morning. Right. Or 7 o'clock in the morning in the park. We'll, we'll let you in at 7.30 in the morning, something super early like that. Mm-hmm. And I'd be stoked. Are you kidding me? I'd no. be like six o'clock going, let's go, let's go, let's I go, know, let's go. Yeah. Um, because if I have two hours in that park with a third of the, with two thirds less people. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right on. Awesome. Yep. And you do think overcrowding does alter the guest experience. It right? does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It, you, you can't help it. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily anything that, uh, and even the only thing Disney can do to control that is to just control the amount of people in there. Right. Um, and but like I said, the, the, you know that's always curtailed by the fact that most people are in there are there, and are having a good time. And it is the whole, uh, the aura of the the park is to be happy mm-hmm. and to be in a good mood and forget the crap day you might have had the day before, even <laughs> right. the crap morning you had to start off with. Um, and that and so it, it like I said, it's kind of a tough thing to kind of balance out just because. Most people that are there are having a good time, regardless of the crowds, and so I think that's why we're right right now. They're they're riding that perilous little line, that, that the perilous line of like, where are we at? Where we're going to start really really encroaching on the enjoyment of the park for people with the attendance of the of the park. So. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they you have to play that balance because sooner or later, it, it, regardless of what they do, if they let too many people in, it's just overcrowded. People will get upset. They will. Yeah, they yeah. will. Um, so it ruin the Disney magic. It, it will, and it will ruin the Disney magic. And, and if they let that happen, that's that's pretty bad. And that's for the sake of greed, which would really suck. It would totally suck. Totally suck. And I hope they don't do that. But I think um, realistically, yeah, if you overcrowd it, there's no way that it doesn't affect what's going on. Absolutely. I mean. If I didn't know some of my shortcuts and through that park and stuff like that from mm-hmm. going through, uh, through that park um, from when I was a kid, I think for the average person that goes maybe once a year or once every couple of years or whatever, I, I, I could see getting a little irritated with, oh, I got it. There's all these people this way. And I'm like, we're going to go this way. We're going to go over there. And we're going to do this. Yeah. Well, why? Because we're going to dodge that crowd right there <laughs> by going over here. We want to go over there. So. We could either go this way, which is shorter, mm-hmm. but we're going to be here taking two times longer to get to that same spot. We're going to go that way, which is far less traveled, with far less people, and we'll right. get through. So, yeah. Gotcha. Excellent point there. Yep. So if you don't know. If you don't know. You're going to have problems, <laughs> but yeah. All right. So let's bring it home here. So, listeners, if you have enjoyed Udi's comments tonight, where else can they find you, Udi? Um, let's see. I also have another other another podcast. What? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I do with a, a good group of friends of mine. Uh, it's called Bad or Bad, mm. um, and uh, we do movie reviews. Um, and we have been doing that for two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think maybe that was kind of like what kind of got you like, hey, let's do that um, for this. But yeah, we do we do movie reviews. Uh, it's Headed by uh, 
my good friend Leon. He yeah. does a lot of the the tech, all the tech work, really. And it so sounds really, really cool. It's it's really cool. Um, I really love doing it. Um, I get to talk more, which everyone tells me is I must love hearing my voice. The Bad or Bad podcast. You can find us on iTunes. You can go to badorbad.com. Our Facebook page, which is Facebook, is it backslash Bad or Bad, um, and we're all in there. So if you have iTunes, just do it. And we have. On iTunes, we have a list of, what, 27, I think? We're 27, 28, 30. We're up to 30. What? We're up to 30 audio podcasts. And no, then I'm thinking by, uh, bite sizes, we're up to 12, 13 bite sizes? Maybe maybe more than that. I, yeah, have to, I, I don't I have know. To, I have to catch up. You have to catch that, up. I, I mean, it's on YouTube. Um, okay. So definitely there, and you can follow You can follow us there. We have a Twitter account, too, batterbad.com, as well as I do. I have a Twitter, uh, which is HacksGoalie. Uh, and you can any questions anything like that you can send my way I'll be more than happy to answer um, yeah engage I mean whether through and I also have access to the bad or bad so if you have um, if you have any questions let's let's see oh and then we have our own bad or bad uh, Twitter which is uh, at team bad or bad and so you can either hit me up there mm-hmm. um, that general one the at team better bad and if you want to that's kind of go between basically me and Leon we're the two that kind of manage that account um, but if you have a specific question for me or for him after seeing that stuff we'll we will respond um, we, we don't we like talking yes. uh, we like <laughs> yeah. sharing we like sharing our thoughts we like um, we just like talking about what we are because what we're into and sure. this is part of the reason why when you asked me to do this I was like heck yeah Nice. Um, this is something that is fun, and uh, and again, it, you know, we've known each other for a long time, so it's just like it made sense to me. Like I would not like I don't know, I don't. Want, yeah, I was like, I mean, did you even see a, a moment of like hesitation for me? I was just like, no. You want to do what? N- All right, we're in. <laughs> yeah, but I was kind of nervous asking you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why, because I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty straightforward. Oh, you are, you stuff. are. I just kind of nervous. Yep. So yeah, that's awesome. And all this will yep. be in the show notes. And speaking of this, you can find us at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Even sh- today, uh, you can find us on Twitter at leavingtodaypodcast. Yep. That, I'm leaving all of that. That's all up to Mark. Yeah. And for then, now. And then, <laughs> and then on iTunes, search for Leaving Today Podcast and leave a, a nice review. Um, or follow. Subscribe. There's all the good stuff. And subscribe and do yeah, all, all, that that, stuff. all that stuff. Hit all those buttons. And leave a question. And yeah. have something you want us to talk about, we will, di- we will talk about it and dissect it and maybe complain about it. Well, yeah, we'll probably do all of those. Uh, yeah, I can think of it. I can think. I can't think of a topic that we won't do all of those with. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, I don't know. All right. I, yeah. Any question? I mean, uh, yeah. Our next few podcasts should be interesting because we're going to start delving into, and this our next one should be post Star Wars. So, um, well, I don't know. I, I'm letting you take the lead with that. So, uh, you know, with uh, with bad or bad, uh, Leon and I have discussions about what we want to do. So okay. this one's all on you. So I'm just uh, you're the chief. I'm I'm the little Indian, and I'm just following <laughs> what you say. We have some interesting topics coming up, so just stay tuned. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys at the parks. All righty. We'll see you. All right. Bye. Bye.